Hey Tribe, thanks for tuning into the Pursuit of Health and Wellness podcast, the show for women seeking a practical path to conscious living to elevate their physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. I'm your host, Sierra Corbett, an experienced holistic health practitioner. Every episode, I'll share with you tips and tricks that I've learned from my career in educational holistic health. I'll also introduce you to experts within the wellness field in order to help you create a wholesome lifestyle where you can feel good from the inside out. I'm so glad you're here and have chosen to invest in yourself. Let's get going. Hey Tribe, thanks for tuning in to the Pursuit of Health and Wellness. Today we are in for a treat because we're going to learn more about acupuncture with Dr. Brittany Woodard-Hanton. Hi, Doctor. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am well. Thank you for asking. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for being here. So let's jump right into it. (laughs) So give us a little intro about yourself and teach us about acupuncture. All right. I'm Dr. Woodard Hampton and I am the owner of the Point of Health Wellness Center. We are an acupuncture clinic in the Lakewood Heights area that specializes in acupuncture, nutrition, and herbal medicine. A little bit about acupuncture and how to become an acupuncturist and the training. I got my master's in Phoenix, Arizona uh, at the Phoenix Institute of Herbal Medicine and Acupuncture. And then I got my doctorate in California at the Pacific College of Oriental Medicine and Acupuncture. So I'm a doctor of acupuncture. And so acupuncture can help with a number of things. I know you were interested in like the things that acupuncture helps with. And I tell people that acupuncture helps with anything aside from like acute illnesses. So like if you got in a car accident and you can like see your bones coming through, please don't go see an acupuncturist, go to the ER. But then to like help you heal faster, reduce the, um, the like swelling or anything like that, come see an acupuncturist. But acupuncture really shines in chronic medicine. So mm-hmm. like diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, things that typically are very chronic, acupuncture really shines. Okay, nice. Yeah. So Dr. Brittany, Mm -hmm. what would you say are some ailments that acupuncture could help with? Yeah, so in my practice, I specialize in digestive health. So I treat a lot of um, nausea and vomiting, um, heartburn, constipation, allergies, because believe it or not, that ties back to your digestive system, a lot of skin conditions. So like I said, I specialize in digestive health, also in reproductive health. So I treat a lot of women trying to get pregnant or during their pregnancies. Also, any periods is a really big thing that I treat, like painful periods, PCOS, things like that. And then I also focus on mental emotional health as well. So anxiety, depression, any kind of mental emotional health as well. You know what? I'm glad you touched on that because I actually struggle with anxiety myself. For sure. So do you have clients that come in specifically for anxiety to get acupuncture? Definitely, definitely. Especially, so I had a major influx of anxiety patients, stress and anxiety patients during the pandemic. Okay. um, Because obviously... You know, we thought we were going to be off of work for a week and then it turned into a few right. months and then it turned into like a year. <laughs> right. So people's anxiety and stress just kept mounting. So I really had a large influx during the, 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 the lockdown and the pandemic. But okay. yeah, that's something that acupuncture really shines in. Okay. So when you're treating something like anxiety, does mm-hmm. that change the place that you put the needles? Definitely. So acupuncture works on a channel system. And so basically we have these highways that run through our body that influence other parts of our bodies. 
So for instance, we have a channel that's called the kidney channel. It starts in the bottom of the foot and then kind of runs up the body to the chest area. Okay. This It's called the kidney channel, but it influences so many aspects of your body. It, it controls your brain function, it controls your hormones, it controls all the bones in your body, your metabolism, your temperature regulation, your teeth. So. Basically, and it also has different emotional components that are associated with it as well. Mm -hmm. So when in an assessment with me, if you had anxiety, I would try to figure out what's the root cause of your anxiety, like what channel or what highway is influencing your anxiety mm -hmm. and then treat that specific channel. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you mentioned an assessment. So could you walk us through how a typical appointment would go if I was to book an acupuncture session with you? Yeah, definitely. So on the initial assessment, we do four different diagnostic exams with you. Okay. And so, so on your first visit, I look at your ear. Your entire ear can be diagnosed and treated via your ear. So I look at your ear looking for any discolorations or really pronounced blood vessels. And that tells me a little bit about what's going on in your body. Okay. And then after looking at your ear, then I'll look at your tongue because there's different portions of your tongue that tells us what's going on in the body. And then there's different appearances that also let us know different things. Okay. Then after that, I feel your pulse. So basically all the different exams that we do on the first on the first time um, are kind of like the equivalent of like lab work for a Western medicine doctor. Okay. Because all this lets me know exactly what I need to treat you with, what, what I need to treat you for, how well your body's going to respond to acupuncture. So it gives me a lot of information. So that first visit is just a lot of information gathering. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, I know kind of what course of action we need to take. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So how long would you say a typical acupuncture session would be? First, when you do the initial appointment, and then if you came back another time. Yeah, so acupuncture is very person specific. So there's not, we don't have any like cookie cutter, like someone comes in with anxiety, we do these four points and then that's it. Okay. So it's very much so teasing out what's the cause of your anxiety, what other factors are playing into that, mm -hmm. and then creating a personalized plan for you. So it's really hard for any acupuncturist to say, oh, you know, you're only gonna need three treatments or five treatments because it's very person specific. Mm -hmm. So I tell people that the best thing to do is to come in, let me do the assessments, and then I can tell you how many treatments you need, what we need to do, and kind of that kind of situation. Okay, so let's say that I'm about to come in for my appointment. How should I prepare for an acupuncture appointment? Yeah, so we tell people there's very little prep involved. The only thing that we ask you to do is wear loose fitting clothes that you can roll up above your elbows and above your knees, okay. and then have something on your stomach. Like, it doesn't have to be something big, like, if you only drank that day, like make sure it's like a shake that's a little heavier or just like a handful of nuts, just something on your stomach. Because the whole premise of acupuncture is to have free flow throughout your body. So we're, we're actively trying to move blood and oxygen throughout your body. So I want to make sure that you have something on your stomach so you don't get like queasy or any dizziness or anything like that. Okay, so I'm big on intimate fasting. So let's say I had an appointment earlier in the morning. Mm -hmm. Would you suggest me to definitely eat something or... Is fasting okay before an acupuncture appointment? Yeah, you can definitely fast before an acupuncture appointment, but one of the things about intermittent fasting is that you can have tea and coffee and water. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to do intermittent fasting, then I would definitely have tea, coffee, and water beforehand. Okay. Yep. Okay, so definitely something to mm -hmm. at least drink and hydrate. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. So what advice could you give to someone that is contemplating getting an acupuncture appointment but is too scary okay. to just move forward and do it? For sure. So I get that a lot. People are always nervous about the needles. Um, that's pretty much the biggest thing. People are like, does it hurt? 
I don't want to lie to you. You do feel something. It feels like, let's say, you know, I want feel, you know, how it feels like when someone pulls like one, like one strand of hair. Yeah. Like so, it's like that sensation. It's not like, oh my gosh, this is the worst sensation. It's like, oh, okay, you pull my hair. Okay. Um. So it's not that bad. So the acupuncture needles are very thin. Okay. They are thinner than like a strand of your hair. And they are also very flexible. Um, so a lot of times people think that I can't move. And while I don't suggest that you move a lot during treatment, just because you're supposed to relax, uh -huh. but you can like move your arm to, um, to scratch or whatever because you see how bendable they are. Okay, so it's very flexible. Yeah, it's very flexible. So how long does it usually take to insert all of the needles? Oh, not that long. Um, once I figure out the course of... of uh, plan that I want to go with you uh -huh. and identify what points I want to use to help whatever you're working whatever we're working on um it takes me maybe a minute if okay. that yeah okay. it's not not a long process at all but the needles stay in for about 20 to 30 minutes okay mm -hmm. all right and do you ever suggest leaving them in longer than that or that's like the standard time period to leave a needle in? My style of acupuncture, there's a bunch of different styles of acupuncture. Okay. So I practice a Japanese style of acupuncture. And so in Japanese style of acupuncture, 20 or 30 minutes is, is all you need. Okay. But um, there is a style of acupuncture, a Chinese style of acupuncture, where you can leave them in for a few days. Oh, wow. But not, not in my practice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... I would say for somebody who's just wanting to try it to see if it if it's something they want to continue to do, I would do community acupuncture. The reason why is because in a community style of acupuncture, um, there are two other people in the room with you, so you're not alone. Okay. Um, and then also there has been evidence that uh, having multiple people in the room with you all working towards the same goal of getting healthy, even though they're working on different things, it enhances the, the effects in the room. So that, and then also it lowers your financial burden. So community style acupuncture is about half the cost of what a private style acupuncture treatment is. Okay. So if you're just wanting to try it out, just see if it's for you, I would definitely do community style. And we do do that at, at my practice as well. Okay, so how do you book a community style appointment versus a private session? Yeah, so if you go to our website, which is uh, www.healthatthepoint.com, when you go there and click services, you'll see there'll be one side that says community style and another side that says um, uh, private acupuncture style. And so you just click whichever one you want. Yeah. Okay, and for the community style visits, am I coming in with people that I know or is it just other people that are there that also booked a community style appointment? Yeah, it's both. So you could, if you wanted to have three people, two of your closest friends come in with you, you guys can book it like that. Uh -huh. If you just want to come in by yourself and you don't mind having two people you don't know in the room with you, you could have it that way as well. So we're open to both. Very nice. I like the fact that there's a cost effective route for someone who can't afford a private session right. so that's awesome yeah so one of the major benefits or the differences is the uh, infrared heated mat that we have uh -huh. um, the infrared heated mat is like a secondary therapy so um, the mat is heated with infrared heat infrared heat penetrates deep into the cellular level and mm -hmm. helps to rebuild and repair your cells and then the different crystals that are embedded in the mat also have different healing properties okay. like uh, improving your immune system or working on blood circulation or balancing your emotions. Okay, so in a private session, you'll have this mat included, whereas in a community session, it's not. It's not. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in a community session, would you be on a regular table like this, or is it sitting down in 
a chair. Yeah, so in a community setting, you'd be sitting down in a zero gravity chair. So they're basically like, remember those lazy boys that people's aunts and uncles had? Mm -hmm. So it's similar to that. They're not as big, but they recline back. Okay. And so you can relax and recline back, but it is in a chair as opposed to a bed like this. Okay. Cool, good to know. So could you share with us a success story from one of your clients that may have had some type of improvements um, health-wise by trying out acupuncture? Yeah, definitely. Um, so like I said, uh, I specialize in chronic diseases, right? Uh-huh. So I have one patient who has Lyme disease. And so Lyme disease is really interesting to treat because it affects several systems of your body. Um, and so when she first started coming to see me, she had some brain fog, she was very stiff, she had some swelling, um, it seemed like she had some digestive issues, like pre pretty much all the different um, areas of her body were affected by the Lyme disease. Right. Um, and she's been coming consistently for a while and now she doesn't have any symptoms of Lyme. Um, her inflammation markers are going down um, and she basically just comes in for maintenance now as nice. opposed to like get me out of this fiery disease state that I'm in. Nice. So yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So how many sessions do you think someone should book if they're looking to target a certain ailment or is it dependent on what ailment it is? Yeah, it's dependent on what ailment it is and how long you've had it. Okay. So there's a, a rule, of, it's a very loose rule of thumb in natural medicine that says that the amount of years that you've had, whatever the ailment is, it takes about that many months to rectify it. So like, okay. let's say if you've had something for a year, it'll probably take a month to rectify. Or if you've had something for like five years, you probably are in for like a five month treatment plan. Okay. So, so it depends on how long you've had, whatever the ailment is, but also um, I'll have a really good understanding of how many treatments you need um, based on that initial visit. Okay. Yeah. So that okay. initial visit is really important. And then we do a secondary visit. Um, it's called a follow-up plus visit where we can put you on a machine that's going to scan your body and give a graphical representation of how well your body's doing. Mm -hmm. And we do that um, on the second and on the 10th visit so we can see where you were in the beginning of your treatment and then you can also see where you are at the end of your treatment so you can uh, gauge how well you're doing graphically but also symptom-wise. How did you get started with acupuncture and also what went in as far as training and education or to become a licensed acupuncturist? Yeah, so the way I got into it um, was I was a really sickly kid growing up. Okay. Like the one who like is always sick. I know a few kids like yeah. that. And so like by high school I was on like a bunch of different pharmaceutical medication, um, like my skin would peel, I'd have like daily migraines, chronic infections, basically like in high school, I got this thing called rheumatic fever, uh -huh. which you typically get when you're a baby, the older you are, the worse it can be because it's literally bacteria growing on your heart. Wow, um, okay. So it's not a good thing. Right. Um, so I just, like I said, I was very sickly. Um, and so we went to this one doctor and his best advice was, I'm not quite sure what is disease state versus what's the side effects of the medications that she's on. So he suggested that we uh, get off all the medications and do some colonics. Mm -hmm. So we could see what's disease state and what's just a symptom from the medication. Right. And so we did that. Me and my mom, I say we, I'm talking about me and my mom. Mm -hmm. uh, so me and my mom did this and um, the migraine started to go away and my skin started to clear up. And we were like, huh, maybe there's something to this whole cleansing right. your body kind we're of thing. We're on to something. Right? <laughs> 
Um, and so then uh, from there, I decided, you know what? Because the, the guy who did the colonics for me um, was also a naturopath. Okay. And so um, I decided, you know, after I graduate high school, I'm going to go to naturopathic school. So I... Um, Graduated from high school, went to undergrad. Um, if anyone's an HBCU grad, I went to TSU, HBCUs. <laughs> but then after TSU, I had planned to go to naturopathic medical school. So I went to, I moved to Arizona. Okay. Where I went to uh, the Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine. Mm -hmm. And uh, in your second year, you have to do field observation. And so I'm from Atlanta, so I knew I wanted to move back to Atlanta, so I did my field observation in Atlanta okay. and all the naturopaths who were in Atlanta also either did acupuncture themselves or had an acupuncturist in their office. Um, and so I kind of got exposed to acupuncture because I hadn't been exposed to it very much before. Okay. And um, I thought it was fascinating. Like you can put a few needles in someone and they can come in with like a migraine and then leave and no pain at all. And right. there was no drug and there was no drugs that were being administered. It was just your body and needles. Right. Um, so I thought that was interesting. So then I decided to go back to Arizona and do both programs at the same time. Well, that was a bit intense because both of them are four-year full-time programs. Oh, wow. So doing both at the same time was a bit a bit much. So I decided to just stick with the acupuncture route. And so I um, got my master's in acupuncture, which is a little different than Western medicine because typically to get a master's, it usually takes like two or three years. Right. But for acupuncture, the master's program is four years. Wow. Okay. So I got my master's in acupuncture. And then after that, I got my doctorate um, in San Diego uh, for acupuncture, which is also a little different because typically doctorate programs are four years, right. whereas ours is two after the four years in the master's. So, yeah. Cool. And then I move back. <laughs> very nice. And now you're back in your hometown. Yes. So thank you very much for taking the time to educate my audience about acupuncture. Um, I th hopefully we helped a lot of people who are on the fence about getting acupuncture. Go ahead and just do it. It's not that bad. A wax session is way worse than the needle actually going into your skin. So thank you very much for your time, doctor. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope uh, that your audience uh, had some more information on acupuncture. Thank you. And again, where can we find you online? Yeah. So my website is healthatthepoint.com. Okay. And then on Instagram, The Point of Health. And on Facebook, The Point of Health Wellness Center. All right. And there you have it, everyone. So I hope that you go out and book your next acupuncture appointment today. We hope to see you soon. Yes. <laughs>